This podcast contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. For details on specific content warnings, please refer to our show notes. Welcome to Rolling Misadventures, where a group of podcasters take time away from their respective shows to sit down and play Fiasco. I am your host, Derek. I'm Megan. I do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, this is Paris from the Terrible Book Club. Hello. And once again, we are joined by our lovely guest, Kate. Yes. Hey. Hi. Hi. I have Ignorance was Bliss. Is that what I don't even know what I have anymore? It's been a long day. I do the thing with the record and the publish. Yeah. And links to that will be down in the show notes or at rollingmisadventures.com. But we are resuming our story arc with The Office Party by Stelio Pissaris. So if you haven't listened to the first half of the story, the quick recap is we are basically a bunch of shitty people working at a corporate office about to have a Christmas party in the middle of July. Uh, My character, Stuart Goodman, is the new trainee that's getting ready to replace Caroline, who is a day from retirement. She had one day till retirement. But before they leave the company, they kind of want to take it down with the help of Topher Eagle, who is the IT specialist, a.k.a. German spy? Russian Russian. spy? Russian, definitely. Yeah. Um, Who's trying to get dirt on some shadow brokers who run the company, shadow board members specifically. Yes, the shadow Uh, board. Meanwhile, Kate's character, Rudabega Marie, has a thing for the new uh, intern slash trainee that's going to be taking over the department and basically has been sexually harassing him for the last hour of recording. Bless your heart. And sometimes (laughs) even when we weren't recording. <laughs> that's the part that got cut. That's that's the yeah. Williams Adventures After Dark. <laughs> we make so many jokes about it, that's gonna end up being a fucking series at some point. Oh yeah, totally. It's just rolling misadventures broad fucking daylight. <laughs> <laughs> but basically uh Rutabaga is trying to get hers as the old lech with a younger target, and also coordinating the Christmas party to make sure it goes off without a hitch. Uh, Since then, we have rolled our tilts. We have paranoia, a sudden reversal, whether that be of status, of fortune, or something else. Uh, Then we also have failure, something precious is on fire. So with all of that out of the way, does anyone have a scene they'd like to start Act 2 with? I think I would like to solve the mystery of the drawer, finally. Since everyone's already drunk and distracted at the party, I'd like to use my key to get into uh, Rotobega's desk. Okay. I don't know that that's really going to involve anyone else, though. Um, I think that Rutabaga has to come to Caroline because as management, she would actually have the spare key. So even though she doesn't want to, she knows the keys are gone. She's got to get them from someone. And this is just like the easiest, quickest thing. And she tries to kind of make it like a non-event. And then maybe that's how we find you breaking into the desk. Okay. So we're back. We're back at the party. I've already gotten my list from Caroline. And I'm very excited. And I'm like, oh, all right, I have the list. Now, 
I'm gonna go check on that desk because what if what if something's in that drawer that'll you know make this even better that'll really help the operation so you know everyone's kind of fucked up and people are socializing they're not paying attention you know people are playing dumb games I'm like oh perfect time to slip out so I I just casually walk out of the room and stroll over to the cubicles take a nice slow look around don't see anything so I'm standing there and I decide all right now's the time put the key in the drawer turn it open it and it's just full of sex toys and I just don't understand like there's like I imagine when you like opened the drawer as you slowly pulled it out, it's like that scene in Pulp Fiction with the gold glow coming out of the briefcase. <laughs> yes. I and I and it's like and it's one of those deep drawers too. It's not like it's not one of those like shallow top drawers. It's the big deep bottom drawer. It's just it's just a there's like all different colors, sizes and shapes of dildos. There's vibrators, but they're organized. Yes, yes, very organized. Like um, color-coded, alphabetical, <laughs> chronological. I'm looking and I'm just I'm just dumbfounded because this is not at all what I expected. I thought for sure there was going to be like some files in here or maybe some maybe even weapons. Like I didn't know what I was going to find, but not this. And I'm just like I gingerly pick one up and it's really weirdly shaped and I'm like I turn it over and on the bottom it says like Griffin. I'm like, huh, okay. What that's about. I pick up another one and I'm like, oh, this one's weird looking too. Dragon. Oh, God. I didn't. Oh, this. I think these are really sex toys. So I have just realized I'm only half in the bag at this point, And I've just realized that we don't have the snakes. <laughs> I also don't have a key. Because I lost my key ring, and the cute little intern has the spare key, and I don't know what to do. So I am going to go up to Caroline. Caroline is, it, she's got her, her floppy disk. She's got, she's set. This is it. She has been slamming vodka. <laughs> Car- Car- Caroline, I need you to get down from the table for just, just a minute. Please, please, you can Sweet do. Caroline. Good times never seem so good. So good. So good. All right, all right. No, 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 honey, honey. You can, you can feel, you can feel even. But I will, I will make you one of my special vodka infused cranberry drinks. Come quad dance with me. I'm afraid of heights, honey. Could you come down here to me, please, for just a second? Yours, yours. You're just a... You're the salt of the earth, my dear. I, I really am. Could, you can call me Root in a you little bit. Come, come come, with me. Come with me. I, you're, root, you're rooted in nature's beauty. Has anyone ever told you that? They actually have, and sometimes <laughs> in inappropriate ways. So, um... Well, you would know all about that, wouldn't you? Uh, ha, ha, ha. Speaking of, um, I need... I, I can't find my keys. I need you to come with me and open up the supply cabinet because that 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 closet. Aren't you a silly little thing? I all listen. I need you to help me with the snakes in my supply closet. <laughs> I don't usually, you know, I don't usually swing that way, but I suppose it is a party. It is a party. You can make as many euphemisms as you want, dear. Just come with me. So Caroline is is wearing one of the streamers like a necktie by this point, and I'm just gonna kind of grab it 
Absolutely. Pull it like it's a little bit of a leash, and you just lean back on your wheelies. So I just. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I forgot about yeah, the wheelies. Absolutely. <laughs> so I just pull you out like a you know a little bit of a wagon. I'm just like you just lean into it, honey, and you just come with me. I just need to open this. Right as they walk up, I I, I whisper under my breath, "Man, radish Maya is real weird." It's rutabaga. You slam the door hard enough that it sets off one of the vibrators, which sets off another, which sets off, the, and pretty soon, and things start falling over on the on, on the desk. Carolyn cocks her her head to the side. Does anyone else hear bees? And I I start immediately like I'm literally wearing pearls and clutching them like. <gasps> oh well, I was I, I was just trying to. There there was something wrong with the Topher. You are about to face some self injustice. I don't know what that means. Topher, get away from the desk. Oh, okay, okay. I was just fixing, I was just fixing something. Uh, no, there would be no comfort right now. Give me those fucking keys right now. Uh, all right, all right. Here's your, here's your key. And I, I don't think that she does anything except use the keys to continue walking to the supply closet to get the snakes. Like, I'm, like... <laughs> so it's still, like, rattling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And shit's falling over. And So as we're turning away... And walking away, the the desk starts getting really hot because of all the electronics gyrating and jumbling in the same drawer. So I think that Rutabaga gets to the supply closet. At that point, Stuart stumbles over with a drink in hand. Obviously tipsy at this point. Oh, oh Rutabaga. <sighs> okay, fine. Say it again. Rutabaga, did Thank you. you come over to check out my uh, snakes? Did you need a hand with it? Oh, I, I, oh, honey, I'm torn right now. I'm torn. I, I, I could give you two hands if you could give me just a minute, because I just have to check on the actual snakes. That's what I meant, the snakes in the bucket. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Sure, that's what I meant too, honey. We're just going to collect the snakes right now. All right, yeah, you never told me what we were going to use the snakes for, but sure. And the snakes are still in the bucket. Just fine. I think Rutabaga's in- intention is to bring them in and use them as like a centerpiece, you know, in and amongst the finger sandwiches and shots. And so my the intention is grab the bucket and turn around and walk out. As you start walking by him, Stuart, knowing that he has the newfound confidence from earlier, kind of stops Rutabaga. Just hand on the shoulder, be like, what, what, where are you going so quick? I mean, the snakes can wait, right? Uh, <clears throat> did you want me to sit on your knee and take dictation? Uh, maybe not here, maybe back at your desk. I mean, I'd love to check out what was in your drawer. Oh my, oh my drawer. Oh, my drawer is under construction at the moment. Uh, we could use Caroline's office. She's not going to use it anymore. Yeah, but I figure we could christen that office later once it's mine. Oh, oh dear. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> my desk is already a rockin'. No reason to knock. Like, let, okay. And I think they go back over to the desk, and that's where you realize, with all of the vibration, the vodka has spilled onto the desk. There's smoke starting to eek out. <laughs> exactly. You notice that there's probably a fire that has started within the drawer. Oh, no. Not again. Rutabaga, 
Maybe this is a little out of line, but it seems that your drawers are getting a little hot. Say, they really are, but say my name one last time. Uh, Rutabaga. Okay, thank you. It, it's a little forward, but your drawers are uh, burning up, it seems. Uh, I, 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 by this point, I've already like dropped the bucket of snakes and I'm booking into the conference room to pull the fire alarm. And I think that people start trading bets how long into the party before somebody pulls the fire alarm. You know, and so people like start passing 20s back and forth and like, I told you it was going to happen again this year. Before the snakes even <laughs> came out this year. <laughs> right? Where are the snakes? Oh, there they are. Well, can you break a 50? And uh, I believe that Stuart was kind of chasing after you after seeing the fire. He sees you go to reach and pull the fire alarm. And when you pull it, nothing happens. Oh, we never got it rewired after last year, did we? Shit. Caroline never mentioned the fire alarm. That wasn't on the list. Topher? Uh, sorry. Is that is that Rhubarb Molly calling me? Rhubarb Molly, is that you? Rutabaga. I mean, Patty Sue. I mean, I fuck it. I don't care. You can call me anything you want as long as you don't call me late for dinner. Yeah, what, what's, what's, what's going on? Um, there, hmm, there, well, there's a fire. Oh, yeah, I was wondering why it smelled like smoke. Well, your vodka is apparently higher test than we have had in the past, because usually these fires, they, they sort of put themselves out pretty quickly, but this year, it's just blowing up. They open the door to the conference room to see the office just engulfed in fire. <laughs> And I think everybody everybody in the conference room is like, wow, they did really great on the lighting. It's so festive this year. And I just close the door again. And I'm like, we're all going to die. We're all going to die here, Radicio Midge. We're all going to die. <laughs> it's Rutabaga. Okay, Rambo Tan Monique, let's just let's just fix this problem. Caroline, would you would you teach her my correct name before you leave, please? Would you teach him my correct name before you leave, please? Everything is on fire. Who cares about anyone's name? Everybody, this place is on fucking fire. Get the fuck out of here. Meanwhile, Stuart is now on the karaoke. He's just singing the roof is on fire. <laughs> Caroline grabs the microphone and is like, Now everyone... We all need to remain calm. I have an important announcement to make. Stuart, you're the new management boss. Tell everyone why you lit the office on fire. <laughs> and he takes the microphone and just stops for a second, walks over to the refreshment table, just picks up a bottle, chugs a huge <laughs> swig off of it. Caroline, you're a bitch. And then just drops the mic and walks away. <laughs> well, and, and, and that's when I'm going to skip, scatter over and grab it and be like, okay, everybody, you need to leave as in previous years. Use the stairs, not the elevator. This year, each person needs to grab two snakes on your way out. Is this two snake minimum party, people? You heard her. Topher thinks this is great. And he's like, oh, this is so great. He's like, I'm going to let the fire burn. And then I'm going to come back and dig through the ashes and get even more information. Right. So I'm stoked. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I got my snakes. And as I pick up the snakes, I drop my list and I don't realize I've dropped it. And so I'm marching out with snakes, like all excited that my plan's finally coming to fruition. So I think most people have left. And as Topher's going to leave with the snakes, uh, Caroline puts her arm out and blocks him. Uh, 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 not so fast, Tofi. She's still very drunk. <laughs> I believe you started this fire with little Miss 
squashy pants's drawer of it's bodily delights. Rutabaga's drawer of bodily delights. So you're going to have to help us put it out. And Rutabaga, you're staying too because that was your little work time sin bin. And Stuart, <laughs> you're staying because you're going to be the manager. Also, you called me a bitch. And I'm staying because, God damn it, this is my last day, but I am still in charge. Let's find a way to put the fire out and save this trash heap of an office. Who's with me? I think as you say that, Stuart just looks at you, trying to belittle him, and he just pours a little bit more vodka on it. Uh, okay, fine. Caroline, if you're not gonna take over your responsibilities on your last fucking day. He takes another swig off the bottle. I just said I'm going to try to help us put the fire. Stuart hands Topher one of the fire extinguishers. He walks over with another one. And I think they have no problem putting out this fire. It did not spread. Oh, I think, I think me, I think Topher and Stuart take a moment to like, to like lean back to back with the fire extinguishers. (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, yeah. And then we go and put the fire out. Caroline's holding two snakes, just struck dumb, just like <gasps> she like turns to to Rutabaga. The nerve! Well, Caroline, Caroline, honey, y'all are kind of a bitch. I know, but but, but he, he didn't have to just like say. I mean, on the one hand, like I'm kind of proud of him. You know, he's been he's been like exhibiting, you know, this this confidence all afternoon. I don't know if it's because he's drunk or if he's actually sort of growing as a person. It's because of our time in the supply closet earlier. Did you fuck him? Do you not remember your time with me in the supply closet? That's how you became manager. <gasps> oh fuck! The revelations! Now, now, water, watercress, we don't talk about that. It's Rutabaga, and I know that you know how to say my name. Tofer hears this and is like, realizing that he fucked up totally and should have just fucked Rutabaga like everybody else, but he's like, so he's like, he turns, he turns and has like an aside just for himself. He's like, fuck. Guess I should have fucked Rose Hips Maddie like everybody else did. Rudebaga Marie. <sighs> Sorry, Rupi Mary. I'll someday I'll get it right. <laughs> so Vlad comes back in and he's carrying basically like the wine boxes that you would get from a liquor store, just full of high proof vodka. And he sets it down on the smoldering table. Uh, comrade, did you get those things that we were looking for? I did. All right, so we have the names, we have the list. Stevenson has a mistress that he talks to through his email, and... Everybody knows about Stevenson's mistress. It's Ruth the Big over there. <laughs> oh, no. No, it's not... Hmm. I'm talking about the Chateau Council. I have the list. I go to and I, I put my hands in my pocket to so triumphantly try to pull it out, and I just slowly realize it's not there. I'm like, well, I... I had the list. You ha- you had the list. You don't tell me what did it run off with a fucking snake? It 
quite possibly. Quite possibly. Uh, it is no longer in my pocket. Uh, I, and, I, and I panic and I'm like, I need, to, I need to go find it. I need to go find it. We'll, uh, we'll rendezvous tomorrow. Okay, listen, listen, Red Eagle, there's no reason to start freaking out now. We will find this list, all right? Well, I remembered some names from the list. Oh, okay. That gets us uh, a little bit further. What do, what do you got? And I think he picks up Stuart's clipboard off the smoldering desk. It's like molten a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the names I remembered that was very surprising was Sarah Silverman. American actress Sarah Silverman? Yes. Okay. Okay, that's a good start. Uh, who else? Uh, I think also a, a mysterious name. Uh-huh. I remember a, na- a name. Uh, Yugi. Or perhaps... Perhaps, Comrade, was it perhaps Yugi O? I mean, maybe, but it's 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 it's, it's ah, very strange. You are strange a fool. You name. have fallen into the Americans' trap. But there were other more American names on there, like uh, Bob Bobson. These are these are ridiculous names. Well, I I don't know what what else to say other than that I have to find the list. You're right. You do have to find the list before we leave here tonight. I will give you. Uh, we're friends. I'll give you an hour. Okay, one hour, comrade. Picks up one of the bottles out and cracks it open. He's like, "This'll, this'll come out of your payment for it. We'll just, we'll call that even for occupying my time for the next hour." That is fine. Yeah, and I and I rush back into the building to try to find the list. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> oh God, my accents are just all over the place today. I could not keep that together. Me oh, neither. I'm so sorry. That was really bad. <laughs> makes it better so uh carolyn and or caroline because i think we've done both at this point kind of stalks over to you as you stand around sort of triumphant with your fire extinguisher so so look at you big man with the fire extinguisher yeah big man with the with the baby feet Taking control. Big manager now. Calling the shots. A decision had to be made. You weren't making it. I I pulled everyone together. I inspired. You know, that's what a boss does. They they inspire people. They're not a, a mealy-mouthed boy with a clipboard. He kind of looks around. I don't know where that went. Can't even keep track of your clipboard. How are you supposed to keep track of an entire department? Stuart, good man. Just call you Stuart, good boy. Because you're nothing but a boy. That's what you are. Do you know how many people called me a, a bitch for me to get where I am today? You think you're the first one? I think it's probably something you've heard plenty of times. Because you stood around letting all of this chaos happen in this office. You brought snakes in. When they were talking Python, that was a that was a coding language to keep our website and our systems up and running. It wasn't to order a fucking bucket of snakes. No one said buckets. Alright? So you wanna call me Stuart Good Boy? No, you should be calling me Stuart Good Manager. Ooh, look at you with the comebacks. Lucky for you, I'm very drunk. And otherwise, I would say something 
much more scathing. Well, I think you could say it over there. And I think he kind of two fingers on the shoulder pushes Caroline, who's still wearing the high heelies. She rolls like a little bit. She just rolls like a couple feet. And then she just kind of like her head hangs down a little bit. And she's like, Stuart, maybe you're right. Maybe tonight you can't, you went from a, a boynager to a manager. Maybe I don't know what a python is or coding or really anything that goes on in this office. It's it's kind of astounding that they've let me do, do this for as long as they have. I'll be perfectly honest with you, but I'd like to think that I know people and maybe you are the person who can do this job. Stuart? Yeah, Caroline? There's just one more thing that I'd like to ask you. What's that? She reaches into her blazer and she pulls out what looks like a hand-rolled cigarette. Would you like a jazz cigarette? I think he just smiles, picks up one of those bottles of vodka and just walks over to you. <laughs> Let's get fucking loaded. <laughs> so I think that Rutabaga uh, trying to keep tabs on Stuart, being like, hey, we never got to do our thing at the desk while it was on fire, uh, comes in to find... Caroline and Stuart just piss drunk and getting high as hell in the conference room. Now, kids, how many times have I told you that that is for Tuesdays and Thursdays only? Oh, come now, Rutabaga. It's a party. You want to hit this? I have hit that before. Rutabaga, you said we needed super casual Fridays. Hell, how are we going to get more casual than this? Well, I, it is true that you have taken those tight jeans off. I can see that, love. I can see all of that. There was just so much lube when I tried to put out that fire. It got everywhere. His underwear has superheroes on them. Like a child does. <laughs> You're just jealous. Car- Carolyn wobbles up because even though she is just ass blasted, she can still kind of read the room. She's like... I'm going to take my devil's lettuce and leave you two alone. (laughs) And she wheelies out of the room. Well, Stuart, welcome to your first day as manager. Thanks, I guess. Is it always this fucking crazy here? Usually it's much worse. Really? Like this time it got all the way dark outside before we had the fire. Six years ago, we just started the fire before the party because we decided that would be the most efficient approach. (laughs) I I get it. It was a three-day weekend. Everyone wanted to go home early, I'm sure. Oh, no, no, no. We stayed till midnight that time. Everybody got naked. It was a whole thing. Rutabaga, you're the one in charge of these parties, right? Well, yes. Yes, I am. I am in charge of everything that goes on in this office. I know about... Stevenson, I know about snakes. I know about Caroline's little paint huffing problem, you know. I know that Topher now wears women's underwear on his head when he works late. I know all of the things, and I will know all of the things about you momentarily. Wow, yeah, you definitely kind of run this office from behind the scenes, don't you? Oh, no, I sit right there in front. I'm not behind anything. Not anymore, you don't. Oh? Rutabaga, you're fired. 
Yeah, so at the party, seven, no, five years ago. Five years ago, I was fired then, too. I'll be back, as the Terminator said. Uh, so, folks, we'll take a quick break, roll our aftermaths, and be right back. I think this is going to end up being one of my favorite fucking episodes. <laughs> hey, folks, your host, Eric, here with a quick intermission. First up, a huge thank you to our lovely, beautiful, amazing Party Animal Patreon supporters, Ben, Sarah, Kate, Natari Windrider, Smoke Toast, and The Crit Show. Thank you folks so much for supporting what we do. It is greatly appreciated. And it's thanks to you folks that we are able to pay for things like our sound libraries and gear upgrades and the website and all the money that comes directly out of my pocket. Uh, if you would also like to help support us, Make sure to visit patreon.com slash rolling misadventures, where for as little as $1 a month, you get my undying gratitude in every episode intermission. For a few bucks more, you also get bonus content like behind the scenes games, creator chats, and for a little bit more than that, you also get stickers and exclusive swag that you cannot get anywhere else. If you can't help us out that way, totally understand. In reality, the best way to help us out is to just spread the word. Go tell your friends about us, how you enjoy our show. Leave us reviews on Podchaser and places like that, which don't necessarily help our discoverability, but they make me feel great. Uh, or just random strangers. If you have people hanging out in gaming shops that are, you know, socially distanced as they should be, uh, let them know that you're enjoying our show as well. And hopefully we can grow our audience that way. Uh, that being said, we have officially hit two years of doing Rolling Misadventures. It's kind of flown by, we've done some amazing things, and it's been all thanks to everybody out there that has been listening. Uh, without you folks, I honestly don't know how the show would have grown or how we would have had the chance to have some amazing guests on from shows that I enjoy as well as just making brand new friends with strangers coming on the show. With that being said, uh, obviously we are moving into year three, which is why I swapped back to the original theme, which holds a special place in my heart, uh, to mark the brand new season. And also to mark the occasion, I put up a brand new design on our store. If you go to tpublic slash users slash rolling misadventures, or just click the link down in the show notes, it's way easier. Uh, but we have our Love is a Pomeranian Rolling Misadventures Metal Tee. It is fantastic. It's a nice crunchy logo like you would expect from any death metal band or whatever. And our lovely Canon Palm on the front and center. So if you want to check that out, I will post a picture up on Twitter as I should have my own version of this shirt soon. Uh, or if you don't want to wait for that, just make sure to go visit our web store. Like I said, link down in the show notes. Uh, I think that's going to be it. I don't really have a whole lot else to plug. So let's go ahead, pop in a quick promo, and we'll get right back to see how that story ends. In a world where your fate is controlled by the dice. Can I roll it? Is that a bullshit Five friends. Hey, assholes. Yeah? Calm down. We'll take on roles. My character's name is Aspartame Ors Divorce. Um, I'm the charismatic new kid. What kind of character would you have except for a cult leader modeled after the greatest cult leader of all time, Bob Ross? That are probably best left to the professionals. We are not professionals. <laughs> I don't think we ever said that anywhere. The role less taken. 
everywhere, right now. The Role Less Taken is an actual play podcast that uses less rolled systems to tell fun and compelling stories in a roleplay-focused setting. New episodes on Wednesdays, wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. We have rolled our aftermaths. Stuart Goodman got an eight white, nothing to crow about. Rutabaga Marie. You know what? What what name are we calling her at this point? Oh, I just have a li- I still have a list. Of, I have like three or four more I could okay, use. Okay, go so. ahead and give me a go, go ahead and give me a name. All right, your choices are Raisin Maureen. <laughs> it's Rutabaga. Raisin Maureen. All right, so Raisin Raisin Marie. Raisin Marie got a three white of Grim. Topher Eagle got a six black pathetic. And Caroline Kapinski got a two white merciless. The good times are back again, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think that we resume in the office. The fire department at this point has shown up to talk to Stuart as he is now the manager. So uh, what uh, what exactly happened here? Well, uh, sir, the party got a little out of hand. Uh, from what I gathered, this is kind of the norm for them. Well, uh, I mean, to be honest, usually a good more chunk of the offices but burned by now, usually beyond recognition. Uh, that's why typically we uh, we turned off the alarm at this point because uh, this time of year, you know, it gets pulled and we we have to bring, you know, a whole bunch of trucks and it's like, oh, great, this place again. And then, we, you know, we have to call animal control and it, it's just the whole situation. So actually... Uh, what I was saying, what I meant, I, I guess you misunderstood, was was what happened here that, you know, controlled the damage so much better than last year. Oh, I just grabbed a fire extinguisher. Well, well congratulations, son. You, you, you did a great job. Thanks. I'm glad that, you know, this didn't get nearly out of hand. I guess my first day as manager might be the right call to have me in this position. Do we still need to call animal control? Yeah, you still need to call animal control. There's a slew of people down there holding snakes just out on the sidewalk. All right. Good good to know. We'll we'll go take care of that. So, you know, it's an hour after the agree it's an hour after I first met or Topher first met with Vlad and he knows like he's kind of going to his doom, but he has no other choice. Um cuz he can't find the paper uh and he can't seem to find any other damning evidence among the ashes so he goes back to Vlad and uh has to tell him the truth uh hello comrade did you find the shadow council names Vlad they burned in the fire the fire was like in a desk drawer that's why why would you have set it next to that at all of the places in this office that you could have you could have put it with the snakes and it would have been safer well it wasn't intentional. I I can only assume that's what happened to it because I can't find it anywhere. <sighs> the boss man is not going to be happy with you. I know. Do what you must. And he slides open that white fan that's seemingly it like it stands out way more than it should because it's the only white van parked right next to the sidewalk where all of these people are holding snakes. <laughs> All right, get in, I'll drive. I resign myself to my fate, Topher just 
gets in the back of the van. In fact, he starts tying himself up because he just knows. He's like, well, it's gonna <laughs> get started on this. Uh, make sure that one's a little tighter. Yeah, yeah. We don't want you getting loose. Well, just, uh, can you, because we are friends, can you, can you, can we do just more mental torture rather than physical? No. And he just slams the door shut. Yeah, the door slams <laughs> shut, and you can see, you can see through the window, Topher's face, and just like a single tear runs down <laughs> his face, because he knows he's failed. He's going to get tortured to death, probably. Or tortured and then given some terrible assignment. I think it's the next day. And we see Rutabaga basically called from the waiting room to go and talk to the CEO of the company that we never named this entire time. And we will continue to not name. Perfect. Uh, Okay, McMasterson's ready to see you, miss. All right, here we go again. It's another happy July. Merry Christmas in July and all of that, sir. How are you today? I suppose I'm fine, but you're here, so I'm sure my day's about to get worse. What did... Well, sorry, what did you come here for? Uh, you know, he shuffles some papers. Sorry, uh, Rice Matilda, why why are you here? Ah, it's Rutabaga Marie, sir. And I got fired again after this year's Christmas party again. Now, I understand now why we have these Christmas parties in July, because I understand that it's a much more comfortable experience to be standing out on the sidewalk in July than it would be in December. But still, the getting fired every year and filling out all of that paperwork when we know that shit's going to hit the fan, this is just ridiculous. So could we just fast track this so I can get me a new desk ASAP? I have to refill all of my drawers. Well, I've, I've looked at your file and... Truthfully, Ricardo Melanie, I just don't see how we could possibly reinstate you at this point. We've given you so many chances. Rutabaga Marie, by the way. But we have had the same go around every year, and I know it makes you feel better to act reluctant, but I do still have those photos of you with the cat. Honestly, I'm not really worried about the cat photos anymore. In this day and age, you know, what with editing technology and uh, deep fakes, I, I don't think anyone would believe them. And I'm just tired of having to deal with this office. So, I bid you farewell, Rye Marion. Good luck. And may we never see each other again. I don't understand. I don't rightly know what's happening here. You don't need to. Uh, yes, uh, Betty, can you can you see this, this person out, please? Yes, yes, sir, Mr. McMasterson. Oh, thank you. Don't touch me. As you're being let out, you see Stuart walking basically passed you into the office. Uh, hey, Dad, how'd that go? Oh, you know, just fine. How, how, how are you doing, son? Well, hopefully uh, the actual summer block party in December will go much smoother. Yes, one can only hope with you in charge. Thank you. Oh, all right, Miss uh, Miss Rice Patty. It's Rutabaga. A couple weeks later, we see a condo in, I don't know, Florida or, or some such. And Carolyn is uh, stretching her legs out by the pool. Um, I think she's in like a, like a baby, like a bathing suit or like a, like, like the thing with like the, what, what with the older ladies do where it's like, um, 
they get like the towel skirt going and the sort of bathing suit-esque top where they're definitely not going to be going in the water. They're just going to sort of be lounging on like a pool chair and she's got like the hat and um, she's definitely still wearing high heels <laughs> because this woman is insane. Uh, and she's just like, ah, yes. Oh. <sighs> the sweet, sweet comfort of retirement. I do believe it suits me well. I don't know what I was thinking, wanting to stay with the pressures of the office. How silly of me. There's someone like three pool chairs down who's just like, some of us are trying to relax. Shut up! Anyway, <laughs> I do love the serenity of relaxing poolside. Let's just rifle through my, my mail a bit. Let's see. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Ah, yes! My retirement pension from the company that we never named. <laughs> Let's open this up. <laughs> da, da, da. What does this Bill, damages rendered to the property? $5,000? What the fuck? This is absurd. I, I won't I won't stand for this. I won't sit for this. I, I've got to get up and do something about this. And she leaps to her feet. And as she does, her, her, her high-heeled heelys swing out from under her and the heels cracked and she lands flat on her ass and it's just like god damn it and from several pool chairs down the person's like serves you right bitch <laughs> <laughs> and that is that is carolyn's ending <laughs> i think that's how you learn that rutabaga marie had insured her drawer of sex toys <laughs> <laughs> oh that's amazing yes yes i love it all right so that is going to do it for this uh story arc uh if you enjoyed what we did here feel free to check out all of our other shows which you can find down in the show notes or at rollingmisadventures.com where we have all sorts of other story arcs that you could check out uh also if you're looking for something different to listen to you can check out our guests' wonderful shows. Uh, Kate, can you go ahead and plug those again for the listener? Yeah, sure. I have two shows right now. I have Ignorance Was Bliss, which has approximately 5,000 episodes, and I just collect stories from people. Um, everything from, you know, the, the dreaded professor to parenting to podcasting. And then uh, my other show is Life World, where we talk about bad behavior online in various forms and both of those are online wherever like you can find me show notes it's all good like um yeah you check out these really great other shows that kate does it's not like i'm on one of them it's a really really <laughs> awesome show that one of them just happens to evolve me i'm sure that's why it's super i'm great. saying <laughs> and we go derek what's wrong what are, what's happening to your voice <laughs> oh god it's stuck like that forever now <laughs> and then he has Jokes to take you. another now you get break. to do all of my voiceovers from now on yep and then he has to take another break for two months 
<laughs> yep. All right, folks. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that. Like I said, just check out everything down in the show notes. I will quit rambling because I am going stir crazy with all of this craziness we've created. So let's get out of here. Bye. See ya. Bye. I don't know who I'm waving to. I don't know. Bye. It's, you're waving to the show notes. Point down. Yep. Point down. <laughs> <laughs> American names on there, like, uh, Bob Bobson. <laughs> Why am I Scottish? <laughs> Please. Why why am I saying Bob Bobson? Bob Bobson. Bob Bobson. <laughs> Bob Bobson. <laughs> Dave Davidson. Uh, <coughs> Christ. <laughs> and links to that will be down in the show notes or at rollingmisadventures.com. I really like that you point down the show notes. <laughs> down in those show notes. It's in a locked drawer. You can get the links to that on this dick. <laughs> right oh, here, baby. Wow. <laughs> okay. The font is very tiny. <laughs>